Welcome to the second episode of What Helps You and I. My name is Nina. I am your host for today. And today I am joined by two of our well-being ambassadors and our lovely GSA. I'll have them introduce themselves. I'm Elise. I am a psychology major and I'm currently in my junior, senior year of college. If you remember that Elise, she was with us last episode. And my name's Coda. I'm a sophomore studying art and design and marketing. And my name is Annie. I am in the first year of the grad program for dietetics. Nice. So we got quite a bit of a diversity here. Um, Today we are going to be talking about finals. Finals is in two weeks as of this uh, episode being released. Uh, How how are we feeling about finals? I know know Coda doesn't have any finals. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds nice. I know, right? (laughs) Can't can't relate. Uh, But Elise, you got any finals? Yeah, I have a couple, but they're pretty, they're going to be relatively easy when you think of it, because some of them are like just thought questions instead of actually like multiple choice questions, which I, I prefer that style so much more. Are we, are we a multiple choice, multiple choice or written response? We already know Elise. What about you, Coda? I think I'm definitely written response. I like being able to like show that I actually understand the material rather than just answering A, B, C. You know what? That's fair. Annie? I admire that. I am a full-on multiple choice. <laughs> really? Also valid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that, that is valid. For me, I also like written response. Um, I, I ramble when I do a lot of my homework, <laughs> so it's just easier for me to be like, oh, I do understand the concept. You'll just kind of have to work with me here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, with finals comes stress. When we talk about stress, we tend to follow three big emotions, sadness, anger, and worry. Which one of these three are more common for you during a hard time? I would say it's a combination because I go through worry, which pits me into sadness. And then I kind of go into a little bit of apathy. I just kind of go into, you just I don't need care. a moment. Yeah. <laughs> you just and don't. I just need a moment to crochet and send all the blankets I make to my family so that they know the classes are stressful. <laughs> All I do is crochet. That is my form of procrastination. Um, it's actually really bad. <laughs> um, but I'm a, I have to agree. I, I get... I get a mix of all of them, so I get sad, I get angry, and I get worried. Um, I'm, I'm a super anxious person when it comes to, to finals. Um, and then if I'm, like, too stressed, I get really irritated really easily. So that's how I am during finals. Don't be around me. I'm too busy trying to get ready for finals, which actually I don't have that many finals this semester. So I, I, I should be good this semester. What about you, Elise? Um, I'm also a combination of several. Like, I get really worried and I get really bad test anxiety, which is really unfortunate because I want to do well so badly, but that kind of is counterintuitive for me. Um, and then I get sad because it's just like, it's really stressful and I worry about not being good enough and it just becomes a whole mess. That's, 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 that's valid. That is so valid. Yeah, I think it's definitely normal for most people to have a combination. For me, it's definitely that worry. I get really anxious and tied up and then also a bit of anger and frustration, especially when I'm not able to make myself do things like study. I get frustrated at myself and then I get worried about the results of that. So now that we kind of understand our stress what do you do to help to help deal with that like what what do you like to do when you when you're stressed 
We all he- heard what Annie and I like to do. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely lean into like healthy activities. I spend a lot of time just relaxing, hanging out with my cat, taking a warm bath. I also tend to like focus more on my hobbies when I'm getting really stressed. It gives me an outlet. So for me, that's art, pottery. I just take a minute to take a break from all the stress and I have an outlet so something actually comes out of all that stress. Annie, do you have anything other than <laughs> crochet? I also bury myself in books. I was all, I, throughout my entire life, I was a book nerd. I'd always have stacks of books, and now they're my comfort. I just turn to reading about different fantasy books and autobiographies and stuff like that. Your favorite book? Right now, it's The Ten Steps to Nanette by Hannah Gatsby. Wonderful. Love it. Love to hear it. I don't read often. I should read more. Elise? <laughs> Um, I like to take time to text my partner and play with my cat, call my mom, do all sorts of fun things, and just anything that I can think of in the moment to just de-stress for even, like, 50 seconds. You know what? 50 seconds, 60 seconds, a minute, take five minutes, take 10 minutes, y'all. Take your much-needed break. Um, For me, I also lean into my healthy activities, um, but... I feel like a lot of people forget to take care of their physical and mental health, Um, especially during such a stressful time. Um, You know, I was just talking about how uh, I actually was doing a review for Sleep 101, a workshop that Vandal Health Education does, and it really highlights how important sleep is. Um, So please. Be getting the rest you need. Take little naps. Do not feel guilty for taking a 10, 15, 30-minute nap. Um, If you're going to take something longer than that, then learn about your sleep cycle so you don't wake up all groggy and and stuff. Um, But take care of your mental health. I I feel like, or physical health, (laughs) Uh, both. Take care of both, both your physical and mental health, Um, especially during stressful times. You want to make sure that you're eating well, that you're sleeping well, that you're exercising to kind of let those emotion goes and you don't have to work out at the gym, you could you could uh, go take a walk. Do you guys have any other <laughs> tips that you want to give to the crew about studying for finals? How do you guys prepare for you? How do you prepare yourself for finals? I think for me, I mean, obviously I don't have finals this year, but last year especially, something that helped is I would do my preparation before finals week actually started so that when I'm in the middle of finals, there's still time for me to rest and relax and also spend time doing those healthy activities, spending time with my positive friends, things like that. If you go into finals week feeling confident, then you don't have to spend so much time worrying about studying, and that's really helpful. I would say I do pretty similar things, and I also make sure that during finals week, I have really good nutrition value in all my meals. I really enjoy cooking so I prepare stuff ahead of time so the stressful levels are not quite as high and I make sure that I have my sleep cycle scheduled out so I know that I am going to get eight to nine hours every night. For me I like to make sure that I'm like chunking up the study sections um, so that I'm not overloading and like having some self-compassion and be like okay I can only learn so much in one go and if I just like cram it all in I'm not actually going to learn anything or remember anything so that's not beneficial even though like it's so appealing to do but you just gotta like go easy on yourself when you're studying for finals and just be okay with whatever score you get you know because as long as you try your best it's that's all you can do. Give yourself grace I feel like we put ourselves at such high expectations and there's nothing wrong with that 
But if you don't meet your expectations, don't beat yourself up for it. Um, it is just a way to work harder to improve and like use your failures as a way to to improve to get better. So Annie, um, do you think studying for finals as a grad student versus an undergrad, the stress of finals as a grad student, what's what's your perspective on that? Honestly, it's kind of it's a lot different because before I became a grad student, I feel like it was a lot of tests and it was a lot of testing on my knowledge and all that stuff. And as soon as I got into the grad program, I noticed the difference is that I don't have as many tests. I have a lot more knowledge skill based things that I'm doing like in nutrition counseling, I'm actually doing counseling and that's my final is I have to do a counseling for another student and I have to record myself and then kind of do some evaluation on that. So, and I have, a lot of big projects that are coming due soon and I really only have one final exam and that one isn't really even an exam that I had before I became a grad student it's more just knowledge based again huh so in a way it's easier in a way it's a little bit more stressful so I noticed something similar about both you and Coda here is that you guys both have final projects for uh, for your exams how how do you guys prep for that. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I'm sure it's different being an undergrad. It's less like lower stakes, but I'm taking a ton of art classes right now and we don't have finals. We have projects because they're all studio classes. And with final projects, it's kind of the same vibe throughout the semester because you're doing project after project after project. And the only kind of different stress is that they all now have the same due date, which is the end of finals week. So it's kind of the same, it's kind of the same stress that you're facing throughout the semester of getting final projects done. So I feel like I've been able to kind of get used to that. So it's not even really a different feeling to me, finals versus the rest of the semester. I'll be taking care of yourself as you near the end of your due dates for your final projects. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the conversation now. But before we go, we got our two regular goodbyes. Um, so we're going to go ahead and pinpoint a what helps us location. Um, does anybody want to go first? I'll go. Um, my what helps us location today is the Arboretum. Ooh. I like seeing all the different plants and just kind of spending time taking little strolls through the Arboretum. It's so lovely. Um, my what helps locations that help what us. Helps what us helps us locations um, would be the Hello Walk because I love walking down that path. And sometimes when I'm just a little overwhelmed with everything, I go and just sit in the lawn and look at the trees and just lay there with music. Except when a bee stung me while me and Annie <laughs> were walking. I forgot about that. You I got didn't. attacked. I didn't. <laughs> I'll still have my kids. Be warned of the bees on that little walk. But it's cold enough, so there should be no longer. I, I think this is what you were going to say. But I think the location that helps me is the library. It's a great place to steal in my location, <laughs> I see. I can, I can say a different place no, if you want. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> Um, for me, it's a library. There's so many different like spaces within the library that you can go if you need to collaborate with a group, say it's a group project. There's tons of spaces within the library to do that. There's tons of quiet places. The upper floors are great. And it's a great resource. And as a freshman, I didn't really use my resources very well. So now going to that space is really helpful. I love the library. I've spent all four years 
doing all of my homework, studying everything at the library. Many naps have been taken here. Um, I love the third floor because the third floor, the third and fourth floor, like Coda said, is quiet floors. Um, and I just, I just love being able to snag a steady room to myself and like set myself up and just put my head in the game and get whatever studying that I need to get done. So you can find the uh, What Helps Us map on uidaho.edu slash what helps us. Pretty straightforward. Um, but you are welcome to submit to the map and see all the other different points that uh, people like to go to when they are struggling or just like to relax. We also have a play Spotify playlist available on that same page. Um, so if you're looking for new music to kind of boost your sources we do got those as well we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up with a gratitude goodbye um and today i'm going to ask them what are you grateful for when it comes to yourself my what i'm grateful for is my ability to be peaceful in many situations that are not peaceful you know what that's fair patience patience is virtue i think for me it's how like dedicated I am if I want to do something I can trust that I will do it and I will keep working at it until I get the outcome that I want <laughs> mine is my ability and want to try new things and put myself out there in situations that would normally be uncomfortable for me I have recently recently been stepping in and trying out different things that I normally would not do so I've been I've been appreciative of that like the podcast. <laughs> um, for me, I am grateful for my ability to make most people laugh. In the most endearing way, um, I do s sometimes say the most random stuff out of pocket, and it makes people laugh. And you know what? That is a-okay. Anyways, we're going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. Thanks for tuning in. I hope your guys' finals go well. And join us again when we talk about how we stay connected over winter break. All right, we'll see you next episode. <laughs>